Hello, and welcome to here's John's Reviews, the Movie Review Podcast. I'll try to be nice to movies, but may end up slicing and dicing them. Each and every month, there's a thing, and as it's August, I'm doing Animal Attack August, in which I have drugged the depth of the B-movie hell, searched the bottom of the Z-movie barrel, and come up with some <coughs> gems. Such as tonight's movie, the Street to Tape Sand Sharks, starring reality TV <coughs> star, turned singer, turned <coughs> actress, turned wrestling persona, Brooke Hogan. Yes, a daughter of the Hulkster. And what can I say about this? Again, this was one of the worst of the worst finds for my Halloween all-nighter. I saw this one time and remember little to nothing. Just as pretty much a shot for shot re- remake of a Jaws on a buck ten a budget. This also stars a B movie sci fi star, Corin Nemic, playing Elisa Shoot Larry, a wannabe con man who has a stupid idea of a music festival on a beach. What the hell is this, the fire festival? So grab a beach towel, shades, and sunscreen. And what is time? Try to stay off the sand. So, with its unknown budget, this thing pulled an unknown. Starring Corin Nemec, Brooke Hogan, Vanessa Evigan, Eric Scott Woods, Gina Holden, and wait for this one, Edgar Allan Poe the Fourth. Yes, folks, Edgar Allan Poe's great, great, great grandson. I think that's right. Great, great, yeah, whatever. Directed by Mark Atkins, the plot. When a bunch of sharks start to terrorise a small beach town, some town folk group together to stop the predators. Unfortunately, a local corn man who is also the mayor of the sun sorry, the son of the mayor, the mayor of the sun, the son of the mayor, returns home in hopes of running a music festival. The sharks, however, have other ideas. So it's down to the town sheriff, a shark expert, and a crusty old fisherman to stop the fish. One thing, did I mention the sharks live in the sand, not in the water? Yeah, folks, it's that fucking dumb. So after the logos of movie studios I have never really heard of, does us open up on two dark park riders speeding on a beach as shit royalty-free music plays. This beach is fucking gigantic, yet in this movie the beach is teeny Anyone that actually filmed reality? What the hell was this filmed in bloody Dubai for God's sake? I swear to God, the sand dunes are huge! It was like one of the bloody many, many sand plants in bloody Star Wars, for crying out loud. Also, why the hell is there uh, dirt bike riders on a beach? I mean, they're never seen again, there's never even mentioned again, it's just random guys on bikes. Anyway, one of the bikes stalls, uh, suddenly out of nowhere does a shark kill the poor guy leaping out of a sand dune. And my God, this CGI looks cheap! It was like it was shot and created using sticky back plastic hopes and dreams. My lord. Up rides other rider who is beheaded by a sand shark after a quick chase. Up pops the Buck Ten title. I swear to god he must have clicked on the very first I don't know, horror font that they could find and, and this thing popped up. Jesus jinkies. Cut to stock footage of Malibu. Then introduce it to the local shyster codman, Jimmy Green. Played by Corin Nemec. And wow, what the fuck happened to this guy? He was in the 90s stand, then SG-1, and now he's doing straight to tape, or even worse, sci-fi movies, such as Rise of the Dinosaurs. God. We find out he is a local boy 
who is back to help his mere dad save the town and get his dad re-elected. Also, we find out that ten years earlier he had a disastrous event and people were eaten by sharks, great white sharks, but moving on. Anyway, speaking of which, the mayor is Mayor Greenberg, uh, played by Edgar Allan Poe IV, who was in such great movies as All oh, Twisted, Psycho Hillbilly, Cabin Massacre, and Toolbox Murders 2. So you know we have quality acting here, my god. Also, what the fuck is Con- Corbin Anemic wearing? A velvet, crushed velvet, red, sorry, I'll say it again. A red, crushed velvet suit jacket, boot cut jeans, douchebag jewellery, and cowboy boots. And did I mention this mayor is his father? This guy looks like an older brother, maybe, but not his bloody dad. So, he tries to con the mayor into giving him thousands of dollars to, quote, save the town, by allowing him to have his beach music festival, where he'll have them living on the beach in tents. Now, where have I had that one before? Hmm. Just like that. Like that. <laughs> The mayor hands over the money with no questions asked. Cut to the beach and our introduction to Sheriff Stone, played by Eric Scott Woods, and his deputy, Deputy Stone, played by Vanessa Evigan. They are brother and sister. They have found the bodies of the dirt bike riders, and within minutes the deputy thinks it's a sand shark attack. What in the fuck, love? I mean, you find two heads just lying on a beach and instantly jump to sand sharks? Jesus criminies, I mean... The writing is abysmal on this. Oh yes, and I forgot to mention here. The sheriff went to school with Jimmy, even though the sheriff is four years older. The actor that is, is four years older than Colin Nermick, for crying out loud. Also, Jimmy dated Deputy Brenda a decade earlier, so there's heat there. Oh my god, it's, it's fucking Jerry Springer came to life. Oh my lord. By the way, this beach is teeny, as I said earlier, compared to the one in opening. Yet it's supposed to be the same bloody well one. Sheriff, to- uh, Sheriff Stone rather, tells his sister the waters are closed, but the beaches must stay open. Mayor's orders. Is this mayor related to the one from Jaws by any chance? Hmm. I mean, back to Jimmy selling his beach festival idea, the Sandman Festival, to his dad. So, is it going to have the ECW icon going to show up and beat people with a heavy candlestick while drinking beers left, right and centre? Hmm. Anyway, the mayor buys this cramp, so it is on. Cut to an instruction to Dr. Sandy Powers, what was Sandy Beach and Sandy Days, two on the nose, played by Brooke Hogan. She is in such other great movies as Two-Headed Shark Attacks. And yes, I own that. Also, I'm loving she's supposed to be a no-nonsense marine biologist, yet she's wearing Daisy Duke's crop tops and cowboy boots. Plus, she's 23, yet she's supposed to be the world's greatest shark specialists. Yeah, just no. Now, was that sexist and just of me? Hmm, I'm not sure. I mean... Sure, Richard Dreyfus was 28 in Jaws, so maybe there could be a specialist at that young, but 23 is well younger than 28, so mm, I'm not sure. Anyway, back to the shitty movie. Deputy Stone calls Dr. Powers for help, even after her brother says don't call her in because she's not the expert looking for kidding. Later that day, 
on the beach. A guy is getting head from his girlfriend. Oh, not there, you dirty bastard. She's buried him neck deep in the sand, ignoring him as she sunbathes. After he's complaining to her constantly, she tells him that's what he gets for forgetting their anniversary, so he dumps her arse. Seconds later, she's snack at shark food, and then he's next. And why the hell am I getting tremors from this bloody old movie? Cut to an airport where meet Jimmy's lawyer, played by Gina Holden. She's there to meet Willie, played by uh, Del, Del Planix, I think it's pronounced his name. Willis, Jimmy's head of social media, and Ern, played by Hilary Cruz, his intern. Up rolls Jimmy in a golf cart to pick up the ladies, leaving Willie with the bags. Hello, racist much? Hmm. Also, he's driving around in a fucking golf cart. What the fuck was the budget saying? Fucking 10 pence stick about plastic hopes and dreams, my lord. Back to Sheriff Stone doing his best, Sheriff Brody, by staring into the water all afraid. Jump scare, as his sister knocks on his windows to tell him that Dr. Powers is indeed coming. Suddenly he sees a blonde running for her life as a shark fin is chasing her. You find out it's her boyfriend wearing a shark fin baseball cap, as you do. As down at the beach, Jimmy is bullshitting his way, showing off the teeny tiny part of the beach his dad cornered off for him, boasting how this will make him millions, how this will be bigger than the burning man, blah blah blah. The lawyer is then stunned when Jimmy tells her he wants the party goes to sleep in tents. Hello love, have you never been to a bloody all weekend music festival? That's what you do, you sleep in tents. Anyway, Jimmy then bumps into Deputy Stone and some awkward talks ensures. She snaps at him, saying he ran off ten years ago, leaving her two grand in debt, plus backdated rent, and a cat she didn't even bloody well want. How he never has any money, and he's nothing but a bloody cheap codman shyster. Up walks the sheriff, who has out with Jimmy, about his festival, as the blonde from earlier watches her boyfriend be eaten by a sand shark. The group run over to hear her screams, but don't believe her story until she's snatched up next. So running for the lives does the sheriff and his sister make it to solid ground. Where did the other ones go? Who the fuck cares? Next day, in City Hall, people panic until a crusty old fisherman, McSorley, played by Robert Pike Daniels, says he'll kill the shark for ten grand. Head to the lot. Now, where have I had this one before? Why chores? Except this guy ain't no bloody Robert Shaw. More like a bad cosplaying fucking Popeye. And I was half expecting this guy to scrape his nails down his chalkboard spitting how the shark will swallow your hole. No such luck, or indeed acting. And here we get the backstory that ten years ago Jimmy threw a beach event as it attracted sharks. Deputy Stone's sorry, Sheriff Stone's wife and kids, along with fifty other people, had died that day and indeed that has killed the town. Cure the beaches are now close speech, however the mayor pipes up as over 24 hours. I mean can this rip off Jaws even more if it fucking tried? Jesus jinkies, get some originality. In walks Popeye Light to tell the townsfolk it's a sand shark and he's an expert hunter. In fact they live in the sand and not the water. Okay then. Um, something about how they're found on the beaches 12 years earlier sort of thing and blah 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 blah. 
yet nobody's sorry sings for... Oh, moving the fuck on. Cut to Dr. Powers, IDing shark bites on the head of the duck bar... Dirt... Uh, dirt bike rider, even. Pretty much this is a scene where Hooper IDs It's a Great White Shark in Jaws, only with high school acting and a 50 cent budget. That night, on a canal, two hunters are on a hunt for the shark. It pops out of the water to kill them. You're messing with your own get me here, movie. Shouldn't they be on the sand, not on a bloody well water? Moving the fuck right on. As next morning, Deputy Stone and Dr. Powers find the bodies. So, autopsy the bodies, or what's left of them, i.e. four arms holding onto a bloody boat. Powers explains they were firmly on dry land, not in the water. Therefore, sand sharks are real. So, Jimmy pulls Deputy Stone away to complain why he can't set up for the parties on the beach as they are now closed. Deputy Stone says, yeah, they're closed for 24 hours only. So Jimmy pulls up the one beach clothes sign and continues on with his plans right under her fucking nose. Who wrote this garbage? Let me cut to Dr. Powers in her lab looking at the hunter's arms. Here she pulls out a shark's tooth, tooth even, and it's fucking gigantic. She says it's a prehistoric sand tiger shark tooth, and indeed this is a juvenile one. The sheriff laughs it off. She then says this sounds like a bad Roger Corman script. Yeah, love, you fucking wish. I mean, this movie has a balls to have a go at Roger Corman movies. Really, movie? But you're cheap-ass budgeting your shitty acting. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Deputy Stone now radios the sheriff to tell... To tell him to head to the docks to see the great white shark they have caught and cut to a terrible CGI shark shrunk up like the shark in Jaws. You know that scene. Up pulls Jimmy and Daddy to gloat they have killed the shark, saying some unnamed fisherman has caught it with relative ease. It seems this guy's a shyster also and one of Jimmy's goons moving on. The sheriff and Dr. Powers aren't so sure, so she checks it out and indeed she says it isn't shark looking for. As this is an adult, the teeth do not match, and indeed, the teeth she has pulled earlier are much, much bigger and are still juvenile. With that, the beaches stay closed. Cut to stock footage of Santa Catalina Islands, where this was filmed. As off the boats come the spring break, <coughs> teens looking to party. Jimmy calls his intern on the phone as he gets his social media manager to tweet Instagram, Snapchat, etc, etc, out the locations as his intern hands out the flyers on the docks. He isn't pleased with that, so he sends her to the local hipster bar to, quote, skank up some business, putting all the drinks on her credit card. Too bad for him, she stole his credit card and is charging all of it on his card. Where in the hell did she get his credit card from? She's a fucking intern. Moving the fuck right on, as later that night, a sand shark bites the power cord, cable rather, to the island and it throws it into darkness. Yes folks, you heard that one right. A shark bites the one power cable for the entire island and doesn't get fried. Takes that, Jaws too. With that, the hotel Jimmy is staying in is thrown into darkness as panic hits. Jimmy is arrested by Deputy Stone and taken to the beach for reasons. As at the beach, the sheriff has Jimmy's goons at gunpoint. As up 
pulls the mare out of course a golf cart. Who in the fuck wrote this shit? After a quick explanation from Jimmy, he says these goons, the ones that faked the shark from earlier, cut the power but they can fix things. Where the hell is this going? Meanwhile, on the beach, Dr. Powers is running a DNA test at night with a flashlight as the only source of power. Again, who the fuck wrote this? She's then stalked by a shark, just as she discovers this is indeed a prehistoric shark. So it gives chase to solid ground, where she barely escapes. Unfortunately, the mayor is a fucking idiot and stands on a shark, even though he saw the bloody shark fin in the sh fucking sand, and he's wolfed within seconds. Two things here. One, what's with Carmen Nemec's terrible acting? One minute he's playing it straight, and next minute he's chewing up the scenes. Mate, you know this was a shit movie? Why in the fuck are you suddenly pulling this crap halfway through the bloody well movie? You must have read the script for agreeing to take the fucking thing. And two, why is Brooke Hogan wearing cowboy boots, Daisy Dukes, a blue vest and a pink hoodie? Sweetheart, you aren't shopping with your gal pals. You're a fucking scientist. Dress like one for fuck's sake. Oh my god. So Jimmy's lead, lead goon plugs in the power cable. Wait, doesn't the shark but right through that bloody old cable? Moving on. And it's quickly eaten by a sand shark which explodes when electricity hits it. What in the fuck? Why didn't it explode when it bit the cable earlier? Also, George too wants Bruce Jr.'s death back. Oh, and this time, the entire island is plunged into darkness. Yet not hours earlier, it was in darkness. Oh, fuck this movie. Next morning, Jimmy opens the party. So, what? Because you found one shark, you have to reopen all the beaches. You're not even going to check to see if there's any more sand sharks? Okay then. As that sheriff office, Dr. Powers tells Sheriff Stone, the shark that killed they killed was only a matter of a few days old and there will be more plus mama shark is still out there back at the docks yet more <clears throat> teens arrives and when i say teens i mean groups camera crew lighting crew friends of our friends etc not one of these people look fucking teenage at all in their bloody late 20s early 30s moving on meanwhile dr powers tried to explain that there's a whole family of sand sharks, not just one. Also, Mummy's very upset. And out for blood. But Jimmy doesn't want to listen because it's party time! As down at the beach, Jimmy opens up Sandman Festival with about 50 to 100 extras. Thousands of teens, my Aunt Fanny. By the way, this big festival has one teeny little stage and one teeny tiny little uh, banner with one. DJ and a handful of tents. So much of this being a multi-million dollar dream then. Hmm. Or idea even. Back to Dr. Powers and the sheriff there on Shark Watch as the deputy mingles with the crowds. And when I say crowds, I mean ten people. Out of nowhere does the lawyer jump Jimmy's bones. Deputy Stone sees this and runs off for fucking reasons. I mean, why? Move on. Seconds later, Lawyer Lady is eaten by a sand shark. Up walks social media guy and in turn to see Lawyer Lady's head just sitting there in the sand. Jimmy tells them, the show must go on! Turns out, Lawyer Lady 
was there and she was there to work for the mob and he must get their money back by the end of the day or he's dead. So this rips off the ripoff of Jaws, i.e. Crow Jaws archives. What in the fuck? Get your bloody own idea for crying out loud. Anyway, social media guy freaks out so in turn kills him and then feeds him to a sand shark but Jimmy is fine with this? Okay then. As at the beach the party's in full swing. Now wait, there's supposed to be a whole family of these tremor-like sand sharks that are attracted to noise, yet no one is dead at this beach party. It's been going on for a good 10, 15, 20 minutes. And I love how they try to make this beach look more full by looping the same CGI shot of the same 10 guys dancing the exact same way. Cheap! Anyway, next to die is a skanky party girl who flashes her boobs to a sand castle of a sand shark, which comes alive to eat her. And the two frat boys are next as panic hits. Yes, folks, you heard that one right. A sand castle of a sand shark comes to life and eats a woman that eats two frat boys. This is how dumb this fucking movie is. Anyway, the family of four to six sharks then attack. As the family feeds, it scatters the <clears throat> teens like marbles. Next to die is Deputy Stone, as she saves a now drunk Jimmy, who is knocking back tequila no tomorrow. With the beaches now empty, Dr. Powers sprays hormones around in the hope of attracting the sharks to solid ground. It works. However, too bad for them, much like in Tremors, they're stuck on rocks and there's no way out. So the sheriff radios for help. Too bad this island only has two cops. As it's down to Jimmy to save them, Jimmy then tearfully tells Sheriff Stone his sister is dead over the radio and that he had no choice but throw the party as he is in over his head with the mob who financed this whole idea. Sheriff Stone tells him he's under arrest for a death of 15 people and with that Jimmy runs for it until Dr. Powers points out they're stuck on rocks as the family of sharks are circling underneath. Jimmy then rescues teens stuck on a dock as sharks pick them off one by one. Who in the fuck wrote this, by the way? I mean... Jesus. <clears throat> Out of nowhere, Captain Popeye, remember him, returns to help kill the sharks. Jimmy runs to get guns from the sheriff's office in which Powers and Stones are, Stone rather, is waiting for them inside. How did they get down? How the fuck should I know? Maybe they pole vaulted for a fuck I care. So now it's Captain Popeye, Powers, Stone and Jimmy versus the Sharks. Captain Popeye's genius idea is to soak the sand with napalm, then electrify the sand with the Sharks inside his kill box, creating a glass prison. Again, who wrote this and what the fuck were they on? Powers points out in order to get the Sharks in one area, they must use the speakers from the party to attract them into the kill zone. The trap is then set. Jimmy plays music, but the speakers stop working for reasons, so Jimmy runs out and sings Row, Row, Row Your Boat at the top of his lungs as Napalm blows. Where the fuck did he get Napalm from, are you asking? Why, Jimmy's truck, because of course he's carrying Napalm. Anyway, this kills all the sharks. All the while, Popeye, Powers and Stone are watching from a bomb shelter. Game over, right? Wrong! Mummy's very upset as a huge fin stalks from the cliffs. Yes, folks, the cliffs. Solid rock cliffs so that she can swim through. It's moving on. She bursts through and eats Popeye in one foul swoop. 
So it's down to Powers with her magic shark juice to somehow kill Mummy Dearest. Too bad she attacks the concrete and metal bomb shelter by bursting through the ground. So Power sticks a gas tank in its mouth with Eat this, you sand of a bitch. As it bites, it explodes into chunks. So with shark pieces running down on Powers and Stone, it's all over. Nope, much later that night. The intern is next as Daddy eats her whole freeze frame as credits roll. So that was Sand Sharks, possibly the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Jaws meets Tremors on an Edward budget. The script is so dumb I lost IQ points. The acting, well, there is no acting. Hogan can't act for shit, and I'm sorry, but she ain't no fucking medical student. Never mind the world's greatest shark expert. The CGI is beyond awful. This is just dumb. And not in a good bad movie way. This is just bloody painful to watch. Avoid this all cost. I'm going to give this thing a 0 out of 10. Still, come back next week as I look at Mega Prana. Brought to us by the company that brought us Mega Shark vs Mega Octopus. So you know this will be good. Starring 80s sensation Tiffany and the Brady Bunchies, Barry Williams. Yes, folks, this'll be fun. So don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's a Pod. Check out my other franchise podcast of Jaws, Piranha, Jurassic Park, Aliens, and more. Also my solo podcast of The Thing, Hell Comes to Frog Town, Silver Bullets, and many, many, many more. A hey, bye. And remember, I watch these bad movies, so you don't have to.